What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Dynasty Mafia podcast. With you, as always, Antonio and Keenan. It is March 13th. We picked an amazing day to get back to you guys because we've got so much going on. Brady is back. We've got March Madness coming through, as you can see on YouTube. Keenan's repping his Duke gear. And we got some beautiful golf at the Players' Championship. There's a lot going on. And it is Daylight Savings Time, one of my most favorite and hated days of the year. So, Keenan, why don't you tell us how you're doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. You know, uh, Selection Sunday is like a holiday to, to us here at the Jimmy Geeches. Um, you know, last night didn't go well. Didn't go as planned for my Dukies, but um, they're still in the tournament. Hopefully we could win six games. But I'm ready to talk some fantasy football, man. It's been a while. It's been it's been a long time. Um, but, I mean, I, we do have a little bit of sad news. Do you want to – I usually pass it over to our buddy, Big E. Um, and, uh, want to take this yeah, one? Yeah, I, w- I will take this one. We do have some, uh, some sad news following up by some good news, but some sad news is, uh, you guys have all heard, uh, Eric and all the success that's been going through with his career. Um, unfortunately, but fortunately he's got another opportunity that's going to have to take him away from the podcast. So we're wishing him the best of luck with everything. You know, he's my brother. So, um, you know, I'll still yeah. see him all the time, and you know, maybe we'll have some appearances here or there. You oh, never he's know. coming on. He's coming on. But um, I'll drag him on the show. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but he will absolutely be missed. We we say that with a really heavy heart. Yeah. Um, but the positive news: we are at episode fifty. We have hit fifty episodes. We have had fifty chances to ruin your guys' day. Thank you so much to uh, anybody that's been with us the whole way. Anybody that's brand new, uh, welcome in. We're starting at ground zero with. Uh, 50 here but yeah it's a brand new off season so that's why we took a little couple month hiatus as we uh, have done now for two seasons and we're back we are ready we're refreshed uh we got a lot going on today we just talked about a few things uh the news and notes um keenan has something he'd like to chime in on uh, you know i just uh i don't know I just, wanna, I just wanna retire you know this isn't this isn't what i wanted anymore you know i had a great career 49 episodes but i just got to retire You know, I saw this coming. He's getting pretty old and gray. You know, and these, it's kind of tough to hear. You know, these past um, two seconds, I realized my place is still behind the mic um, and not in the stands. That time will come, but but it's not now. I love my, I love you, Antonio, and I love my supporting family. <laughs> they make it, they make it all possible. I'm coming back for the 50th episode. Here on the Dynasty Mafia, we have unfinished business. Sound familiar? I think that was amazing. I hope you didn't rehearse that ahead of time. That all <laughs> sounded like it came right from the heart. The heart. Yeah. And you were ready. Yeah. You were ready to say that. <laughs> but um, what what do you think? What do you think about Tom, Brady coming back? Uh, so when he retired, I did tweet out that it was all a bunch of baloney. However, I thought it was more so because he wanted to go be a Denver Bronco. So I don't find it ironic that this week, as we'll talk about in a little bit, uh, that has happened. This amazing, ridiculous week. I, I don't remember a week like this in a long time in the NFL. Um, but now that that Denver Broncos spot is solidified, uh, you know, we saw a few things, a few dominoes have fallen now that Kirk Cousins has resigned. Uh, Todd Brady is coming back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised, but not surprised. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised at all. I knew he was coming back as well. 
I thought he was going to the 49ers because that's that was his uh, childhood uh, uh, team or whatever. But um, that, there's going to be a lot of fantasy questions now. You know, Godwin coming back off that ACL was tagged. Uh, Fournette, free agent. Gronk, free agent. They're most likely coming back. Um, so if you have those guys, you're probably, you know, pretty excited for Brady to come back. And if those two guys resign, which I expect both of them to resign on, you know, another one-year deal, you know, whatever – Five million, whatever the bet minimum is, or whatever you know. But um, I think that that really helps anyone anyone that's a Godwin uh, holder, Fournette holder, or a Gronk holder. As long as those two guys sign, I think you're you're very excited that Brady's back. And I think Tom Brady's pissed. Let's just say that he's he's going to have another career year. Uh, I like like I said, I'm not surprised, but not surprised. I just don't understand why he would retire to come back to the same team. That's the only thing that's just puzzling me because I had told you I thought he retired to save them money, and that's why he would go have his options when they, you know, the contract was voided. But now he I, came back right before the new league year. He's going to get his fifteen million dollars that well, was pushed what, off. What if his plan was to get traded, and it didn't work out? That's why I'm saying like something yeah. didn't something didn't happen. So yeah. if if that's why I, I wonder if it's you that should, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. Um, you, you, so, heard, you heard what Bruce said. It'll take five first-round picks for, for him to trade Brady. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, he had to choose to come back. It wasn't Arians' choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we heard turmoil. We thought Leftwich was going to leave to go get a head coaching job. Yeah, that, uh, that's a good point, too. He never left. Yeah, so every, everybody is back for – well, like we said, there's a few free agents, uh, but I think Fournette and Gronk will probably come back. Um, but we got a lot of news and notes today. We're going to talk more about the free agents. Uh, that's going to be happening with the new league year coming on Tuesday, March 16th at 4 p.m. But the tampering period does start tomorrow at noon. Um, the you know legal illegal tampering period, quote unquote. Just start free agency. Um, yeah, just start it right. <laughs> but we're going to talk about a couple of buys and sells that we have uh, with the non non point scoring season being so young. Uh, and then the mafia market. We have made a few trades. Uh, Keenan and I in a few of our leagues now don't that you, everybody's getting a little active again. Don't you love when you renew the league and two hours later is a, the first trade? It's it's like the running of the bulls. Yeah. You know, once that <laughs> gate opens, everybody start running and who can get who can get hit first because you know, every year every year it's like the first couple teams that like open the gates to the trade market and and then and then you got in it and then I got in it. It just it Big E got in it in a, in a trade as well, but um. Yeah, it's yeah, you know, NFL's a twelve month uh league. That's the way I look at it. It's exactly it's exactly uh what it is. It is twelve months, it is never ending, it is continuous. We are actually gonna talk about some off season, non point scoring season tips next week, uh, to help you guys because like we said, it's only March thirteenth. We we still have two just under just under two months until we even have the draft, and then you're still looking at over three months until uh, real football is coming through. So yeah. there's a lot of time. Uh, you got to make sure to be patient. But we're going to discuss uh, a lot of things. Let's let's dig into those news and notes, Keenan. Um, because Kirk we Cousins? did just talk about, yeah, we, we just Kirk talked Cousins about Brady. Got paid Kirk again. Cousins is getting paid. There was talks of, at least uh, from what I was hearing, the Vikings might be uh, on the move of some of the elderly players and kind of trying to reframe. But you got Kirk coming back on a one year. So I think. Cook's probably not being traded anymore, and Thielen will probably be sticking around. Uh, so, I mean, are you happy as a Jefferson owner? I mean, I I don't know. Uh, you got to let me know what who this Kevin O'Connell guy is, the head coach first, and what type of offense they're going to run run there. And 
in um, Minnesota. Someone, someone's not going to be happy because if you're a cook owner and and um, this new coaching staff goes from uh, run first, then throw to more of a passing attack, you're, you're not going to be happy if you're a cook owner. But if you will be happy if you're a Jefferson owner. But if they stay, you know, run heavy still and Kirk Cousins can't, you know, can't make, make the throws that, that you, you need an NFL quarterback to make, you're not going to be happy as a Jefferson owner. What what we saw Chase do this past season with the Bengals is what Jefferson can do with a really good quarterback and a really good offense. Yeah, I was just uh, I was just double-checking because I know he was with the Redskins, O'Connell, in 2017. I believe, though, that was the year that Cousins left. So I don't think he dealt with Kirk Cousins. I'm going to check that up as well. But, I mean, if he dealt with Kirk Cousins in, in Washington, it would make some sense why they would keep him. But for only one year was just – I don't know. I just feel like you're setting everything back um, another year. The because you're, you're looking for a Super Bowl. Yeah, the interesting thing, the thing to me out of all this is I think they were on the Russell Wilson um, train. I think they wanted him. Um, and, and now with Russell Wilson signing, what other options do you have? You're pretty much in a win-now mode. With, with Cook in his prime, Jefferson in his prime, you don't want to waste those two guys' career. Cook, Cook is towards the end of his prime almost. Um, so – I mean, I, I wonder know. if they weren't on Wilson. I mean, you could be right. Like they, they would have had to. I don't know what pieces they would. I mean, Cook probably was somebody that would have been involved to to go with that deal. Maybe even Thielen. Um, but yeah, O'Connell was the coach for Kirk Cousins. Well, the quarterbacks coach for the one year in 2017, the last year that he was tagged. Um, so that's probably what they're looking at. Hey, let's make it another year. And, and if we seem to mesh well, if we work well together, if it, if it goes, yeah. then we're gonna maybe look at another two or three year deal because um, everyone's trying to be successful, of course. So, yeah, I think as a Cook owner, you're happy. As a Jefferson owner, you got to be elated. Um, Thielen, he might be in the best situation that he's going to be in. So when they're talking about Austin moving on from him, I don't know where else he's going to go that he might be getting double-digit touchdowns. Um, Green Bay, but I I don't know if Green Bay would grab him, you know. Um, So, yeah. No, he's not, but they've been talking about trading him. And, and, you know, know, if you get Rodgers, you're going to have a high touchdown You're not going to trade him in that division, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, so speaking of players that didn't want to get let go, Michael Gallup, we, we saw uh, him fill in the shoes for another player that we're going to talk about in a second. He got a five-year, $62.5 million deal. Wow. Um, kind of surprising. I was, but... shocked. I was shocked that, especially coming off an ACL injury, I was shocked that they just made this switch. I really was. Um, I... You know, B- Big E called it, though. He he called it. Uh, Eric called that a year oh, ago. Years ago, yeah, a couple years yeah. ago. A couple years ago, he was like, "Gallup's going to be their number two, CDB one, and Amari's going to be going to be cut in 2022." So, yeah. uh, shout out to him there. But yeah, sorry, you can keep going. I just I had to give Eric credit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know how how to feel about this because if you're a Gallup owner, I don't know. I really don't know. But if you're a Lamb owner, on the other hand, you got to be happy. You know, you're. You got rid of Amari, one one of the wide receivers. You're going to get more targets now. You you, you got it right, and you're oh, going and- to be the main weapon in the red zone. I think you're, if you're a Lamb owner, I think you're very happy. I, I just don't know how to feel about the Gallup thing, fantasy wise. Good, great wide receiver. I just don't know if he can be that number two yet, or 
or if that ACL injury is going to be a factor. Clearly, yeah, they're not, right. clearly they're, they're they're not worried about it. So, and the pedigree's there. I mean, he was yeah. uh, he was a Blitnikoff winner. He was a high draft pick. Um, so there was a lot of promise coming for him. But you're right. Has he shown spurts that he can be that fantastic potential wide receiver two, borderline wide receiver one on that team? Yeah, yeah he, he's shown those spurts. But we got to see it continuous, especially if you're going to be a wide receiver two. It's like Gabe Davis in Buffalo, right? At the moment, you might see Gabe Davis as the wide receiver, too. But if they don't add any other pieces, can you trust in Gabe Davis? I mean, the money's not talking like it was just for Michael Gallup. Um, But And they let Blake Jarwin go. So huge for Dalton Schultz, huge for Michael Gallup, huge for CeeDee Lamb. Uh, I think, you know, we're going to talk about a few free agents here, but I do think that Dallas is going to add to a couple more pieces to their pie. But uh, I'm excited for Gallup. He's played in the slot. He plays on the outside. Uh, He's quick. Yeah, so there's a chance he could be a big breakout. Yeah, I, I do agree there. Let's jump. Uh, let's jump to this Amari Cooper trade. I know yeah. it's a little down the list on on our sheet here. Well, but, yeah, why is why Gallup was getting the money? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it, were you shocked that it was a fifth and a sixth only? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah what the heck? <laughs> like the Bills traded for Diggs a, a first a couple years ago for yeah. a wide receiver in his prime that costs, you know, in the teens yeah. and uh, a fifth and a sixth, and they sent a sixth. So really, you're swapping. Amari Cooper um, is probably the best route runner in the league. He's very good. He's very good. And um, everyone, you know, once this trade happened, everyone's like, well, you know, they couldn't. OBJ wasn't successful there. Amari Cooper's not. His career is over. I don't think it is. I think Amari Cooper is maybe not 10 times better, but he's at least five times better than OBJ. And his route running is going to help him out. I mean, Baker's not the most accurate quarterback. But Baker Baker can make NFL throws, and I think I think Baker is still is not a finished product yet. What we saw in 2014 from Odell, the the fast twitch, the burst, the explosiveness, the yeah. multi touchdown games, what we saw from there is something that Amari Cooper can still do. We haven't really seen it from Odell. We saw, I mean, the Super Bowl was probably his best game in what three or four years. Um, or just, you know, at least the, the impact he brought. Yeah. But now you have someone like Amari who has shown each and every – he's been a little inconsistent, yes, of course. But you give him the volume, I mean, he has the big playability. He's one of the only players with, what, multiple touch – well, or I think he's at four 200-yard games uh, and, and a few three touchdowns. You're going to be inconsistent when there's, you know, four or five targets on, on an offense. Yeah, we saw a good production on, on what a run first offense for Amari was. That first year he was with Dallas, they ran that ball heavily. I mean, they obviously still are, but they do love to throw the ball with Dak. Uh, Baker's going to throw it 30 to 35 times a game. That's yeah. what it's going to be. Amari's probably going to see near 30% target share. Uh, you know, Odell's a great route runner. You're not wrong, but Amari does create that separation a little bit more. He is a bigger wide receiver. He does have some more speed. Uh, I think it just gives Baker a little bit more comfort uh, in – you know, compared to someone like Odell, especially when Odell's running the short routes, but especially, especially with Odell's mouth, you know, so yeah, that, his mouth. Yeah, that doesn't help. Um, so the second that they got Amari, Jarvis Landry's given permission to seek a trade. I texted you right away and I said, I wouldn't be surprised if the reason they traded for Amari was because Landry wanted to trade first. Do you think he and, wants, do you think he wants to be traded before? Do, do you think he wanted to be traded before to? The Cooper I, I think he did. I think he probably went to them earlier this week and he said, guys, I don't want to be here anymore. Um, yeah. I, I'm not happy with how we're moving forward. I, I don't know. I think that's how it worked out because in my mind, 
you just got another wide receiver one on the other side. Yeah, why would you? Who's helping you. They just tagged Njoku. No idea why. But they tagged Njoku, so you know they're going to want to use him. Why in the hell are you – why are you doing this? Like, Cooper doesn't have to go in the slot. He's not going to go in the slot. So Jarvis can stick and do and do exactly what he wants now that Odell Beckham's not going to take that over. Um, it was just confusing me. So that's why I thought maybe they were sticking it to Jarvis and like, hey, we just got a wide receiver. We don't need you. So you can go seek a trade now and we'll get probably a little compensation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I think. I don't know how many suitors. There probably are a few. Um, you think I they'll think get a fifth and six for Landry? That's the thing. Like, that's what I don't understand. I mean, I know that part of it was Amari's contract. Like, I understand that that's why the picks were lower, but I just feel like a, th- like a third, maybe a third, and then you guys got a fifth, uh, something a little bit more. I was just kind of surprised. But, yeah, Jarvis will probably fetch something similar. Um, if they don't wind up cutting him, I got to double-check his contract, uh, see if there's any ability for that if they don't find any suitors to trade him or might, might wind up being draft time. Um, but Donovan Peoples-Jones, due to that, is the wide receiver two right now? Um, I feel you got to feel. I know we got to hit. We got to hit free agency, but you think they're going to add? Of course. Yeah. I think now, so. do you think they're going to add? So DPJ isn't wide receiver two. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I. That's just. That's the same conversation we we have as Bills fans with Davis. I, you know he he has well, one has shown a little more. Yeah, he might be. Uh, the, yeah, I mean Davis has shown a little bit more, but I mean both both can be wide receiver twos maybe. But you always, if you're gonna, especially in that division, you're you're gonna want to, you know. I mean, I, I don't know. I think I think they want to add something on that offensive side. Would you throw? Would you throw a second at the uh, at a Donovan Peoples Jones owner right now? Sure. For free agency, do you think that's a little uh, too heavy? That's a little high. That's a little high. That's a little high because that's my that, that's like the big concern though. I I really do think they're gonna go out and get a. I don't know if they'll get one of the, the the top free agents in the league, but I mean, what if they got? I don't know, Sammy Watkins. It would probably it would certainly compete with Jones. Yeah. Um, I, I would still maybe T. think T. Jones would be second, but T.Y. Hill and Allen Robinson. That uh, was, know you know, that. you kind of you feel you fill your outsides. That's that's. I mean, again, we're, we'll talk a little more about free agents, but. Um, he was somebody I was kind of thinking of once they traded for Cooper because that would give you two kind of similar style of players on the outside and Jarvis in the, in the middle, but then immediately it came out that Jarvis doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Um, Jamison Crowder, he would be pretty That's interesting what, yeah. to keep the slot. Um, so, all right, so that might be enough. Uh, as a DPJ owner, you might not want to give it up for a third either, so that's why I was wondering. No, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to pull that trade out. It's crazy in, in about a, what, less than a year how – much the Browns have fall, fallen off. Their coach won, you know, the coach of the year two years ago. They made the playoffs. O- OBJ and Landry, you know, best buds from – did they go to LSU together? Yep. Yeah, best buds. Chubb, Chubb was, you know, having a great year. Hunt was having a great year, and look what happened last year. And now, now that not whole wide receiver. All on the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> All on the quarterback. Um, you know, I, w- I mean, I was really excited for um, a lot of pieces – on the Browns offense. Um, but, you know, we aren't seeing like Harrison Bryant. I'm, I'm excited for him, but we're not seeing too much of him coming through either. Uh, Austin Hooper. Like, that's the thing with Njoku. I don't mean to talk too much about the Browns, but the thing with Njoku is why are they tagging him, paying him nearly $10 million? You have Austin Hooper that you are paying, you know, what, eight plus million a year? Sure. I was just really confused. Like, Baker loves tight ends, but man, this is literally, this is the last chance for him. They can't. They, they regret that trade or that signing. The Hooper they, signing. Yeah, they have to. 
Um, speaking of regrets, there might be a few people who might regret not going after Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, ethics aside, of course. Well, ethics not aside, but um, you know, people yeah. that decided, hey, I didn't want to go after him or anything for for those things. But he was uh, the, the criminal charges were dropped against him. It doesn't mean he is away from the NFL for any type of suspension. Um, but you know, there is potential victories in fantasy for that purpose, and that's the only one we are speaking of is fantasy related. Um, of course, what what it had. I mean, if you're accusations, if, if your boy Kelvin Ridley got suspended for a year, I can't imagine what Deshaun Washington's going to be suspended. Yeah, for. So that's that's the thing we're gonna we're gonna see. Obviously, there's a lot more information that has to come out, but um, you know, Seattle has a vacancy at quarterback now, and there's a few other teams that have certainly inquired about Watson. I what what teams? What teams? So my assumption would be Minnesota's Carolina. not. Minnesota's done. Carolina. I think Miami's done too. I don't I think, think Pepper, Pepper wants a quarterback real bad, and I think he's one of the people that will push for that. Um, he's a risk taker. That's how he made his fortune. So I, I, I know for sure Carolina's involved, especially if, if you're willing to deal CMC, um, they're willing to deal a few, few pieces to get themselves. Uh, I think those are the only two teams quarterback. I, it's yeah. It's pro- I mean, the 49ers, I wouldn't be surprised. Would you, I mean, they, they just drafted Lance at second overall. Yeah. But they, then they kept Garoppolo and then they're near the Super Bowl. I, I don't know what the plans are. Like Shanahan almost got fired last year. You know, oh, oh, so, oh hey, hey, that's just me stating how I'm just stating how we've had that conversation. But he, he was on the hot seat, oh, yeah. and they grabbed a sexy new piece, and they didn't use it. So I yeah, mean, well, I don't, I don't know. But, if, but is that a fireball? Is that a fireball offense? If of course you drafted, not. I think he's a fantastic on, coach. If you drafted a second, if you drafted a player second overall, especially at the quarterback position, and now with him only playing one game or two games and you figure out that he's a bust without even giving him a shot. I, go- he didn't, he didn't call him a bust yet. I think it's a lot like, so think about Chicago, right? Uh, Matt Nagy, he had an opportunity with Trubisky. Didn't work out. Had an opportunity with fields that he had Dalton. Like, I mean, he wasn't let go before that opportunity came. So I if think you, we just, we need to see what Lance is going to do. If they trade for Watson, they have to send Lance back to, but, th- but that's exactly what I'm saying. Like if, if you know, Not people Jimmy are going to want Lance, yeah. Jim, well, Jimmy, Jimmy G is going to go. I don't know where the hell he's going to go somewhere though. Um, but I mean, maybe they do ship off Lance. I just, I feel like that, you know, Watson's proven, you know, he's great. Anybody's second guessing that. I mean, he's still top five. Like there's no doubt. Like he led the league in passing yeah. last year with literally nobody. Like yeah. it's, he's a fantastic quarterback. Well, two years ago, but um, he's a fantastic quarterback. And like I said, I think Seattle's going to get him. We're going to talk a little bit more about Seattle and some of their pieces later. Um, I'm, I'm high on DK, not necessarily for the reason of Wilson coming there, but uh, again, we will touch on that. Um, but the NFL do doesn't make any about, moves. The NFL doesn't care about ethics. Let's let's start there. You know, right. what I mean, you know, I mean, players, where, players gotten, you know, you know, slap on a wrist for, you know, whatever they did. And, and everyone wants Deshaun Watson behind bars or out of the league because what he did, but the NFL has no ethics. When it, yeah, I mean, Calvin really is going to get paid, and like he's still going to get paid to not play. Yeah, uh, I can't imagine. I don't know if they're going to be avoiding the contract. I don't think they will, but he's going to get paid for technically gambling on games. We're not going to talk about that right now. Um, how about how about him almost getting traded to the Eagles? Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't hear about that? I did not. And then, uh, yeah, the Eagles pushed to get Ridley. And I, well, I saw a few teams were offering. Well, if, the, the Eagles were close no. to trading for him, and Atlanta backed out because that. That gambling because yeah, they told out. him no. Yeah, yeah, but the gambling thing didn't come out for another week. So well, apparently then, Atlanta was telling teams 
is it courtesy? Like, no. Yeah. Any offers coming through on Ridley? Like, no, because they knew it was coming out. Yeah. Um, good for them for trying to help him, though. I hope the Bills trade for him, but that's just me. Back to Watson. I, it, Are you trading for him in a super flex? Yeah, um, I, I, yeah I am. A first. Yeah. I mean, we've seen the quarterback competition this year. And would you take that gamble that he might, he might, I mean, let's say, let's say uh, he's suspended for eight games. Would you still be trading that first? Yeah. He's still as he's a competing still, team. He's still a as a losing team. Top 10 team? quarterback. E- either or top 10 quarterback, super flex. Give me him. What, um, for a first? That's cheap. What, what first would you stop at? Like, how high would you, like, you have, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to assume you're giving the 101 for Watson. That's a little egregious, even. Even if you love Watson, you don't know what he's doing at this moment. Um, Listen, if if I don't know what the what the where I'm picking, this is the cheapest time though. Like that's why we're talking about. Like this is the cheapest moment yeah. to get him because because once he's traded, his value is going to skyrocket. It's just I mean, the way people think. Even I, if he plays in Houston, he's he's gonna. Oh yeah. Well, Vegas has, Vegas has him has Houston as a, a fourth um, leading odd, odds on Houston for him to play in Houston. Mm. Did I say that right? Yeah. Where's first Seattle? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I just. I, I know. I just saw fourth. I, I thought that was interesting. But maybe one five is where I would. You know. Now, I'd. I'd like to get the top five. Play, one of the top five players in the draft. Um, it's not going to be a quarterback this year. I don't think quarterbacks are really. You know. I don't think this class is that good. Um, but after one five, I think I'm fine with trading for trading the first for Watson. Yeah, and that's like like you said. You, I, even if even though the quarterbacks aren't worth it right now, the top four picks, you know, above that, well, you can probably get value wise. Yeah, you could still get other players, other pieces to then probably still try to obtain obtain uh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, yeah. Um, so think about that too. Yeah, like you said, if you're if you're looking to trade a top three pick to get Watson or a top five pick, if anyone's looking at that package, maybe try to move maneuver somebody else and see if there's somebody else the Watson or my like. Because if you traded to Seattle or San Francisco, my God, oh, oh, my good luck. And then, then, well, and that's so the same thing connected. Um, what about you know, Pittsburgh? Well, in Pittsburgh, yeah, they've they've talked. I mean, would you? So this kind of brings me to a little, like, do you gamble at all in fantasy when it comes to things like that? Like, like, do you kind of go with? I know that's a big gamble, like to think about the one of thirty-one other teams that they're going to be traded to. But would you buy a couple players on? Let's just use Seattle as an example. If you thought a player would go there. Like, let's say you like the player. Let's just use yeah. DK Metcalf as an example. Um, let's say you like DK Metcalf. This is the a cheapest lot, he's going to be, right? This is probably the cheapest he's going to be. Yeah. So, would you go and make a trade for someone like DK Metcalf right now, thinking that they're going to either have Drew Locke or make another move for somebody else? I mean, we have seen wide receivers succeed with bad quarterback play. Our boy Scary Terry every year somehow has a really good season. Is it a top ten season? No, but I mean, it's still, it's still you know fantasy fantasy football respected where they you know they end up in the top twenty percent of the uh, of the league no matter who the quarterback is. If DK Metcalf is a outstanding wide receiver, if if I'm trading a first for DK Metcalf, sign me up. And if you can. I mean that I would I would be trading a first in the super flex first plus yeah because people are going to look at it as the stats they're they've already it's March you guys they've forgotten three months like two two three months ago what's happened they probably forgot last week what's happened you know yeah. so you you want to talk to everybody and you've got to make sure to write things down so you're remembering or you've got to dig into more than just 
uh, oh, he played 17 games and didn't have a thousand yards. All right, well, he had 12 touchdowns. Yeah, he had the same amount of tar- like he had a career high targets. And you got to remember, Russell you, Wilson was hurt too last year. So Russell Wilson was hurt too. And then when you dig deeper, you realize he also ran shorter routes. The offense changed. Tyler Lockett is another part of competition, and he did great. Uh, DK Metcalf ran shorter routes himself. I think I might have already said that. Sorry, uh, but you know he's not going to get. He's got a lower yards per reception. He has a low uh, average depth of target, and that's what was stopping the explosiveness. But he still had twelve touchdowns. Yeah. Like you're not going to get that from a guy who only gets you 70 catches. Yeah. Uh, there aren't many players in the league that can do that. So, and I know, uh, you know, spoiler, he's my buy later since we're talking about him so much. Um, like you mentioned, he, he he's at his lowest point right now. He has Drew Locke as his quarterback. Yeah. Like Drew Locke is not a starting NFL quarterback. Yeah. And I truly believe that with the pieces that they just got, two firsts, two seconds, um, a couple pieces, like they are yeah. making a move. Yeah, they're, they're getting not, a quarterback. Yeah, they're not drafting Matt Corral at nine, um, and if they are, they're gonna, you know, still trade other pieces to get him, and then have somebody compete. But um, I really, you know, that's Matt Corral or Drew Locke. I mean, you still got someone the same who's quarterback pretty much. But uh, yeah, he's getting 130 targets a game yeah. or a no season. Matter, that's what he's getting. You're seeing that as your floor, no matter who and, the quarterback is. Yeah. So if if I'm gonna get uh, 1100 yards and eight to ten touchdowns from DK, that's a borderline wide receiver one, and yeah. If, if not a little higher. So you got people that are probably really scared thinking he's not even a wide receiver too. Um, I mean, I hope they're, I mean, they're talking about moving on from Tyra Lockett too. So if they do that, then you got people really worried. Um, and then I will too, but DK's improved each year on his route tree. And that's been the biggest c- concern was, oh, his hips are bad or, oh, he can only run, uh, you know, the go route. But no, he's, he's been working on his route tree and he's been getting a lot better at that. And that's also, like I said, a reason why they changed their offense and, you know, they weren't just running all the way down the field and chucking it. Um, well, let's, so, jump, let's jump over to that. Um, how do you feel about the Denver offense now? Well, yeah, so the, the player that was traded for that, like uh, we mentioned all the picks, and Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris. Uh, Noah Fant's going to be a big help for DK, too. But, yeah, I uh, I love this trade. I love this trade for both teams. Um, for one. I mean, I – so Denver definitely won. Um, unless – no, you know who won? If Seattle want, gets Watson. You want to know who won? Seattle won. Wow. No, no. Judy, Sutton, they won. If – oh, yeah, they're big winners. They're yeah. very big winners. But, no, truthfully, I think that if Seattle does make a trade for Watson, I can't imagine – well, I guess, do you think Watson is traded – do you think his package is going to be more than this package? No. I understand they're like seven years in age difference, six yeah. years in age difference, but – no. It, He's the, more elite, and he's showing. Yeah, the criminal charges are gonna lower the value for him. Still, I, I know he. I know he was just you know releasing those charges, but the NFL likes to do crazy things. Even when players aren't found guilty, um, in the, in the legal system, the NFL still you know might you know come down harsh on him to make an, to set an example or whatever, whatever whatever their you know suspension policies are in in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, um, and- but. I don't think it's going to be as high. He hasn't played it. He, he hasn't played in almost two years football. Um, and 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 what's going on off the field too. Um, so, yeah, and they. I mean, I'm sure Drew Locke would probably be traded in the deal. So if Houston can get Drew Locke two firsts, a second, conditional third, you know, something like yeah, that, something like kind that. of a package. I'd imagine that that's going to be enough to entice him to say, hey, this is what we're planning to do. We're not going to pay this guy $40 million a year. 
Um, and I believe they're going to shorten, if I'm not incorrect, they might have a lower cap hit if they got Watson too. Yeah. So they get rid of Roger or get rid of Russell, pay him less and get younger at quarterback. I don't know. Yeah. It's got, it's, for, they're, they're getting a quarterback because, because Pete Carroll is freaking 70 years old. They're not going to sit there and draft a rookie quarterback or go, go into season with what, with uh, Drew Locke. Yeah. They, and I, I mean, there's a chance that Pete Carroll gets walked out too and they go younger. Well, next year. So we'll yeah. wait now. Oh, sorry, yeah, next, yes, one more year, but, but there's a chance but, but for that's, sure. That's, that's my happen. that's my thing. If he if he's still you know calling the shots there, he's not going to be. He's not he's not drafting a rookie quarterback to develop him. Yeah. For who the next co- the next coach? Great, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, so I think I, I do think they're they're definitely in. Yeah, they tagged Rashad Penny too. I think right. Yeah, yeah which um, is which is a little. Yeah, that was that was interesting. They you know they here okay here's the thing. Not to not to go on a you know off topic here. Penny for your thoughts. They had they have Chris Carson, and Chris Carson gets hurt. But they had like four other running backs in front of Penny and didn't give him a shot till like towards the end of the year. You know, and then even 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 towards the end of the year, there's a couple of games where like why is Penny not getting the ball? It just he does so he does so he does so much ass backwards P. Carroll in his offense, it doesn't make sense to me. It's and then and then you're gonna and then you're gonna tag the guy. <laughs> let him hit free agency. Let him go to a team that you're that's actually gonna use him. Because you know what's gonna happen? There's two running backs are they're gonna split carries and it's gonna kill fantasy value for both of those guys. Yeah. And they they would throw the ball historically low with Russell Wilson. Like that's the other thing. Um they're gonna tag Penny so does that mean they're gonna want to keep running the ball? Uh, we'll see yeah. what their new offense is going to be, but like I said, they've usually are the the bottom four. How much was this tag? Um, I How think it was like I think I think he seemed like four or five million. So, actually, might be a lie. It's probably higher than that. I hope yeah. not. Um, but we were talking about uh, Scary Terry. You were talking about new uh, quarterbacks getting moved. Another one is going to be Carson Wentz. That one was kind of shocking to me. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Uh, he yeah. was traded to the Washington Commanders. Uh, Indianapolis he, and Frank Reich moved on from him real quick. Is he any better than Heineke? Uh, yeah. So yeah. I love the move. I, I, I love the move for the Commanders. I love the move for Terry McLaurin. Um, we have to remember How Curtis Samuel. Better? How much better? So this is easily the best quarterback he's had, like easily. Well, um, how much better is he than Tyler Heineke? Ooh, uh, I don't know. Right, I would say at least one- two times better. About, so Heineke uh, was limited in my mind. Like they both can use their legs. You're not like they. The problem is Carson Wentz doesn't turn the ball over very often. He fumbles. I get that, but he had seven interceptions, fourteen in the last two years. Like you're you're not gonna. He he may have lost the game for uh, India a couple times in the end of the season, but he's got another great defense and he's got great wide receivers. I personally don't think Indianapolis was developed enough with the wide receiver to help Carson the way they needed to. As much as I think that Washington can, I know that that sounds. See, I know it sounds odd. I know you think that, but Curtis Samuel has been in the league now for six years. That dude is one of the best route runners in this league. Unfortunate injury, absolutely unfortunate. I love what he brings to the table for Carson Wentz. He's exactly like um, uh, Paris Campbell. He's exactly what that was in Indy, but he never could acclimate because he keeps getting injured, which is which stinks. But Paris Campbell, the first game of the season, had like nine targets. First game with Carson Wentz and Paris Campbell coming back after another injury, my man gets peppered. That's what I think is going to happen with Curtis what you, Samuel. What are you going to give me for Curtis Samuel? And then Terry McLaurin, 
he's just a massive like he's just amazing he's a great possessive wide receiver um he's very fast he's great in yards after catch i, I think that terry mclaurin now easily has a has the best wide receiver the problem is carson's afraid to throw you know and, you know who's not afraid makes to throw? separation you know who's not afraid to throw yeah a guy make... who doesn't care about his job ryan fitzpatrick yeah fitzpatrick and heineke neither of them that are like right. hey we just got nothing to lose so that's my only fear um, but you have Gibson as well. Antonio Gibson taking another step forward, a great pass catching back. He uses Naeem Hines all the time, so that gives him some comfort. We'll see if they sign McKissick, who's going to be an un, unrestricted free agent. Um, yeah, I don't know. And they have reliable tight end. Um, yeah, he's 30, but, you know, he's breaking out just like we're seeing um, Darren Waller do as well. So I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying I'm over the top and ecstatic for once. I just think he actually is surrounded by a little bit better of an offense now than he was in Indy. Whatever you say. The Eagles fans uh, are going to kill him when he when he returns. Yeah, yeah, they are. That's going to be interesting. Back in the same division. That's the other thing. He's back in the division that he, he's familiar with. So, yeah. um, so speaking of familiarity. Yeah, I was going to mention it. Go ahead. Aaron Rodgers returning to the Packers. Um, something else I didn't uh, expect. I thought he was going to go to the 49ers. Um, hot commodity we have here is the 49ers, but uh, no, he's he's staying back. It sounds like Devontae Adams got franchise tagged, uh, so he'll be back. Uh, MVS will not, EQ St. Brown were not, uh, so they got a few pieces that they also have to add. And this might be the year where Rogers says, Give me a damn wide receiver that I'm looking for, yeah. Um, trade love for someone. <laughs> I mean, well, so what was it, a, f- a four year deal? That they they said came out two hundred million supposedly uh, one fifty three guaranteed, but but Rogers tweeted it wasn't. Yeah. He said he didn't sign anything, which I, I don't listen. That guy he's attention. He loves his he loves the attention. But um, is Love going to be the worst first round draft pick in NFL history? No, no, because what it looks at is team success. And, and what did the team still do? And I think they succeeded. And they're going to get compensation no. for love. But what I, well, I understand. You wasted I know a where you're going with you that. Waited a fur. You wasted a first. Did they waste it, though? Because where else Where else at that time? I'd have to wide receiver. Draft, like, but if they, they, they drafted a quarterback, so they weren't going to go wide receiver anyway. There are so many more options than drafting a wide or a quarterback when you well you have Aaron Rodgers. It's like the Bills drafting a, a, a quarterback in the second round. Hindsight's twenty twenty for a reason, man. If you didn't know where your quarterback would be and you had a lot of – I guess. I mean, I still think the pick was dumb. Trust me. I still think it was dumb. I don't think it's just the worst ever. Okay, um, name it's name def- <laughs> I mean, Jamarcus Russell was still really bad. Yeah, that was but, bad. But um, remember regardless – Remember when they gave him plays uh, to watch <laughs> and they, they gave him a DVD? And they asked him, "Hey, uh, what do you like about these? What do you like? Did you like the plays?" He's like, "Yeah, I liked them." It was a blank DVD. Good <laughs> <laughs> plays. All right, all right. I'll give you that one. That, I'll give you that um, one. <laughs> well, that's always one of the easiest. Uh, but yeah, no, Jordan, Jordan Love. I think he'll be traded, and then we'll see maybe some compensation, which will help. But I once that contract was announced, though, same thing. Like I, I we were talking, and, and I said, like that doesn't make any sense. For the Packers or for Aaron Rodgers, because he goes from thinking about retiring to what Shanley Woodley breaks up with him, so now he's going to play football for four more years, three three for sure. Like, um, we'll and then the Packers, uh, his fiance. I, that's news to me. Yeah, they broke up, but um, poor guy. Not, I'm, I'm, yeah. He probably can't find anyone else. He was yeah. not doing well. 
200, um, 200 million. I'm sure you could buy a couple. Yeah. <laughs> a couple wives. But, uh, so, you know, as a Devontae Adams owner, you know you're going to get his best quarterback, his best option still. Uh, what are you doing with Adams now? 29. Uh, you, you're probably telling yourself he's got one more year, though. You know, they could still work out a deal. Um, what are you thinking? I have him in a league. I traded for him last year. I gave up acres in a first or something like that. I don't even know. And I'm looking at my team, and I think I want to move him this year. This is the year you got to move him, I think, because, one, he's 29, like you said, so getting close to 30. But but where is he going next year? They're, they're not going to keep franchise tagging him for, for another year. It depends on that Rogers contract. But, that's but that's now, what I got to see. If it's it's got to be a three year contract, my guess. Three years, the first two is guaranteed, and a third voidable is my assumption. How or he strings him along year to year. How pissed is Adams? Which part? He's getting I mean, paid. My, my quarterback got paid for multiple years. I'm getting a one year deal. He's getting, but, but he's I'm getting the franchise tag, which is what is that? I think it's like. Ass. Tag. They do, but him and I'm not worried about the 29 personally. Um, elites, I. I believe, do I. live on. I'm over but, it. No, but it's a, it's an argument. You know, it's definitely a, uh, something you'll have in your crutch when you're trying to trade for Adams. Oh well, but he, yeah, he may be elite, but uh, he's 29. Yeah, I don't want to give up a first or whatever. How about a second? That's how the that's how those trade trade uh, talks go. Yeah, but is he still worth? Uh, so just regular, we we won't go super flex. Just regular PPR. Is he still worth a first? Or two first, sorry. I mean, I think right this second he is. If you're a competing team, would yeah. you give up your next two years? Yeah, I would. Because oh, draft picks are nice, but they're not a guarantee. I mean, not that yeah. life is a guarantee, but I mean, at least you know what you're going to get out of Devontae Adams when he's healthy with with yeah. Aaron Rodgers at his at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I just started looking at the rookies last week, so just based off my – eyes from watching college football during the season. Um, and, you know, obviously everybody else is talking about it too. It's not going to be a great class. So barring anything more kind of moving on, if you got a – if you're a competing team, most likely you got a lower pick. So give it up for Adams. Yeah. And you're probably going to do well again if you're trying to go for the championship. So your pick two years from now is going to be lower. And yeah. if Adams gets traded or goes somewhere else or he's a Packer again, you're winning out. Yeah. You know, don't be worried about giving up two first. Like Keenan just said, if you're getting that guarantee, which you are, like we know for sure Adams is a top three wide receiver this year. Like yeah. there's no there's no doubt about it, top three wide receiver. The top following three? year, he's probably top two. I, I can't call him top one. I, I can't do Who's that. Who's one? Cup? I, I feel like Cup has to be number one. Chase? Like there's, there's nothing that's going to change that's going to make Cup not have a very similar year than he just had. Yeah. Um. And uh, Chase is going to be up there too. I think uh, the Jefferson. Uh, just to talk about Chase for a second, like that's the biggest thing for wide receivers year one to year two. Year one, learn the offense, learn how to run some routes. Year two, really learn how to run some routes and you know figure it out. Like that's that's the big thing, my and man. that's usually where you see year three big making. My man learned the offense in five weeks. Yeah, he had that so easily. Yeah. He's learning the NFL quickly, so it's like. If they can just figure it out between the 20s, yeah, because we, we know he'll get you 60, 70, 80 yard touchdowns. If they can figure it out between the 20s, yeah, yeah, he'll be, he'll how, be number one. That's how you know they figure it, he figured it out early in the season. It was all bombs, you know, over yeah. the top. What happened? 
in the middle of the you season. Getting some 70 catch games. Yep. And breaking, breaking, you know, for 20, 30, 40, 50 yard touchdown runs. Yeah. Um, he is absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah. Anybody that took that gamble got the payoff. The Bengals gambled and obviously paid off. Um, uh, so yeah, Aaron Rodgers, and that's, that's where I'm thinking about Adam. So definitely two yeah. first. Let's jump um, into these free agents here real quick. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, Zach Ertz, he also inked a three-year deal with Arizona. Um, oh, what's, so, going on, what's going on with quarterback there? Is he going to come back? Oh, Kyler, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I honestly have no idea what, what uh, Arizona is doing. I don't know why they haven't paid him yet. I really don't get it. Yeah, I mean, everyone got paid. The coach, yeah. the GM, um, Hopkins. What about it's, me? You know, when, you're, when you're sitting there, everyone's getting paid. I mean, I don't think I'm not a big Kyler guy. I I, I don't know how, how high are you on Kyler? Pretty high. Are you? You see, I I think I mean he's a top ten maybe in fantasy wise. I, I I don't know how I feel about him. You know, having a two hundred million dollar contract behind his name. He's top five for me. Um, probably five at the moment. But the problem for me is Cliff Kingsbury. Like the second half of the season, I'll be honest. I liked. Well, actually, it was probably. <laughs> The first five games of the second half of the season, so like nine to nine to thirteen, because the last few games of the season and the and the uh, the playoff game, man, I I couldn't watch any of that. Like Kyler was literally doing everything for himself, and that's the problem. Nobody was helping. Nobody was getting open. The play calling was horrendous. Well, that's so that's, that's it was a video that's game. That's yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like like he's great. Murray is amazing. Um, it's it, it's just the and Hopkins the went cast, down. When yeah. Hopkins went down, it just it was a the whole offense went down. Yeah, now Kirk's gone. AJ Green's gone. Uh, they they need to make some moves. That's for sure. Uh, Chase Edmonds is gone. James Conner is gone, and you're not yeah. paying your quarterback. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Your whole offense has holes, and you're not telling the main person that will keep that offense afloat. We he want to give you money. He didn't do himself any favors by releasing that huge statement. Mm-mm. No, and yeah, it's, everybody's gonna they're gonna speak their mind. Um, so yeah, the, we got free agency coming up here in a couple days. Tampering period we said starts tomorrow at noon. Uh, so March sixteenth at four p.m. Are these running backs that are free agents? I mean, who, I realize who, it's Wednesday, not Tuesday. I kept saying it was yeah. Tuesday the sixteenth. Wednesday the sixteenth at four p.m. You'll find you, most of these players will sign by before that. At least you'll know. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna find out yeah. definitely what's going on. But I mean, some notable running backs: um, Melvin Gordon. That's about it. Sorry, apparently my TV's going off over here. Um, yeah, you got Melvin Gordon, Leonard Cordell, Fournette, um, Patterson, James. Like I said, just James Conner, Chase Edmonds, Cordell Patterson, uh, Sony Michelle. There's, there's a few. I think half of those people will probably see going back to their old stomping grounds. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta grabs Patterson again, uh, or Fournette uh, goes back to Tampa Bay with everything going on, and Gordon in Denver. Gordon in Denver would really stink. Um, I wouldn't like that at all. I was but just about it, to mention that some some of these players that were that are free agents are going to hurt some other players' fantasy values because they're going to sign with a team like let's say the Washington Football Team or the Commanders, whatever the hell they want to be called nowadays. Sign Ronald Jones that hurts Gibson's value. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just this is a scary part when at at the running back position. Um, I mean, for years we watched you know J.D. McKissick. You know, take away carries from Gibson, Ronald Jones, and Leonard Fournette. Who who you drafted? You know, um, so and that was one of the things we talked about earlier. Was do you take the gamble 
prior to moments like this that some players will or will not like, you know, um, like you had just mentioned, is Washington going to add somebody? Well, if you're worried, you're probably going to try to move on from Gibson. If you already want a Gibson owner, I think they are. But if, but if they don't add anybody and it's the Gibson show, well, you're paying off. Like yeah. you're not going to be, you're not trading for, for Gibson afterwards. If nobody gets added for running backs, like yeah. you're, you're that, that the, the value is probably going to at least double. Um, and whether you're a believer or not, he's going to get the workload. The only the only running back that interests me here, fantasy wise, out of all these free agents, honestly, two of them, Cordell Patterson and Ronald Jones. If if they could sign somewhere and be a starter or get you know most of the carries, I think you I think you have a good fantasy running back. Especially yeah, I think one of these guys, especially Patterson. Uh, I, I you you think Atlanta would want him want to resign him after what he did last year? But I'm yeah, sure he, they, he wants to cash in. He probably does, but you know, yeah. there's nobody in free agency that they could really add. That's well, I mean, James Conner, uh, you know, he might be someone someone worth. Or Chase Edmonds might be kind of nice in Atlanta. I'll be honest, um, but now that you don't got your best player uh, for the whole year, uh, it's going to be tough to figure out what their next move is. Yeah. I'm sure they're heavily regretting not drafting a quarterback now, as opposed to Matt Ryan and getting Pitts. Yeah. Um, things could have been a lot different for them right now. But uh, wide receiver wise, you got I think, some. Some I think this is the more interesting thing. Absolutely, yeah. you got some not not elite names, but you got some names. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster pops out. He's definitely the number one uh, list, at least for me. But Allen Robinson, DJ Chark, Will Fuller, uh, AJ Green, Sammy Watkins, T.Y. Hilton. You say Allen Robinson? Justin Crowder, yeah. Um, and who's popping off there besides Juju for you? I I'm curious in where Robinson's going to go. I I think he's going to go to New England. I think that's who they're going to target to get that wide receiver one for Mac Jones. Um, and I think that's going to hurt him. I I don't think Mac Jones is a quarterback. And I I think you disagree, but um, if he can go to let's say, I think I think we talked about it off air. What if Allen Robinson went to um, Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo would be nice. The Browns. Oh yeah, yeah. Amari Cooper, Robinson. I, I think that I think that would be nice. But what if Allen Robinson goes to Kansas City? Yeah, we were talking about that. I mean, they're Rob, Robinson's gone. I I don't know if if uh, Pringle's still under contract or what. I think Marcus Robinson's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I I I think Allen Robinson is not going to. I think he wants to win a championship. He's gotten his yeah. money already from the Bears and whoever else he was on before the Bears. But I think he's going to take a, a a deal where it's a team-friendly deal and he's going to end up with one of the bigger bigger teams. Buffalo would be nice. Um, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. I think Kansas Buffalo, City. Tampa Bay, and Kansas City. No, you know, those are probably the three highest spots, and I'll be honest. Last, last, Indianapolis. Last <laughs> Baltimore. Oh, yeah. That'd be Baltimore. nice. That would be that nice. That kind of reminds the uh, Anquan Bolden days. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's what he is. He's, he, Allen Robinson is a really good possession wide receiver. Um, you know, he had never had that great of a quarterback at all. He's shown abilities, again, to be great. Had a 1,400-yard, 14 touchdown season. he drafted by? The Jags? Jaguars, yeah. Yeah, that was his rookie year with um, Bortles. Get out of here. That was He was a rookie that year? Yeah. He see, he, he's one of those players that – Seems like they've been in the league forever, but it's probably been it's like either that or second year. 
No, but it was a yeah. No, that was twenty fifteen. I want to say because oh. I remember I had him in my. Fa- I won a fantasy championship. Yeah, big, big reason to Allen Robinson. Um, but he's just he's he, he's not Allen Robinson anymore. He's not the fourteen hundred fourteen, but he is a very good wide receiver too. He distracts the cornerbacks from your wide receiver one, and like you just said, he's got his money. So yeah. that's a big reason he wants to go and and, and do that. Um, so yeah, twenty fourteen. Yeah, tw- his second year. 1,400 yards and 14 touchdowns. I think he goes to New England, though. Uh, I think, it be, New England might be interesting. But, yeah, 100, he, 100 catches and 1,250 yards a year ago. New England, just, might, New England might be the only team that can give them both money and a chance to win a Super Bowl. But, I, but that, yeah, I mean, it's based on name value there because I don't know. I mean, I personally. The, the Bills don't have the cap room. The Chiefs don't either. Uh, caps, you know, yeah, I know, um, I know, I know, you, number, I know cap, yeah, you could once you could Beasley's play. gone, they have the room for yeah, Robinson. Yeah. Um, but Jamison Crowder, uh, or oh, sorry, not Jamison, but uh, yeah, I think we've talked about Robinson there. Um, but Juju Smith Schuster, that's the biggest name, uh, like we mentioned on the list. He took a gamble on himself, signed with Steelers one more year, didn't go too well, got injured, uh, unfortunately. But where's a place you think Juju might belong? It's a good question. Really is. I was the first name, the first team that came to my came to mind is Carolina, but I don't know why because <laughs> they don't have a quarterback. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. I I'm trying to think of a team that has you know. He's he's gonna want a contract, a multi year multi year contract. So. Yeah, so I, I like Arizona to be honest with you. I, that's who was I was just gonna say too. Yeah, if if they can go with Arizona, he's always done well with having a player on the outside and letting yeah. him play the slot. They just got rid of Christian Kirk. No more AJ Green. Uh, they got Rondell Moore to play in the slot too. But we've also obviously seen Rondell Moore can be on the outside. Juju can be on the outside. Um, and the amount of speed—they love speed. Yeah. Um, Andy Isabella's obviously there. So I don't know what that cap room might look like right now. But Juju as a Cardinal would be real dangerous, especially with Murray, obviously. Uh, I think he'd be really good in Buffalo. I know we keep mentioning Buffalo, but Buffalo Buffalo needs a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, Gabe Davis to me is not the wide receiver too that you are going to be putting out right now when you have a Super Bowl caliber team. He is not proven just yet. You can believe in him all you want, but he isn't proven anything. Um, Especially with the AFC, it's like a arms yeah. race. Um, yeah. Whatever. Need a third wide receiver these days. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think that the you know, the Bills adding a slot receiver or, or a really good uh, X receiver would be, or I'm sorry, uh, a Z would be really nice. So Juju, that that's where I see those two spots. Um, I see him going to a competing team. I don't see him signing with a team that's not competing. that doesn't have the ability. Like like, yeah. could I see him going to Chicago or like Detroit? I mean, yeah, if he's going to get 15 million a year. Yeah, if they're going to overpay him. Yeah, but All I right. feel like he wants to win. Um, but everyone else is, you know, I think, I don't think they're very, you know, fans. There's not much fantasy. Maybe Will Fuller. Will Fuller would be really good in New England. I think for Mac Jones, not that he would actually succeed a lot, but mm-hmm. we have seen, you know, a few, some success recently in New England with some players. Um, unanticipated, but Nelson Aguilar. Will Fuller would, yeah, Nelson, he, he, you know, Corey Davis didn't do amazing things but he had a few games and i think um i think will fuller would give a would take a top off for them they don't have that kind of explosive player to do that and for mac jones that would really free up the middle for him that would free up the 
uh, short short yardage. So he might that might be a good spot. DJ Chark I think is underrated, um, very underrated, as well as Christian Kirk. They both remember, can offer a lot in the right offenses. Remember last year there was a rumor that he was going to the Shark was going to the Ravens. Oh, I did forget about that. That's remember right, that? and that dropped real quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, then maybe maybe he goes back to the Ravens. That'd be interesting. We'll see. Um, we'll jump all right, guys. And sells. Let's jump into this. We are just uh, near that hour mark, so we just have the buys and sells, which I've already hit on a bit, uh, and the mafia market to go through. So just a little bit of, of um, housekeeping here. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at the Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Uh, make sure you're following me uh, on Twitter at Antonio Denisi FF and Keenan at Keenan underscore 716. Yeah, isn't that there you go. There we go. Uh, make sure you check us out on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button. Helps us out. Hit that subscribe button too, so you get notifications every time we come on. You can see our beautiful entire rock in that UCLA and Duke for uh, March Madness coming up. We're going, by the way. We are here in Buffalo and yeah, we are here. And damn, I'm excited. Not wait. We got tickets for the whole freaking weekend. Some of those games are gonna be. I just want to see a buzzer beater. I want someone from half court. Yeah. But we'll talk. We'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. All right, let's jump um, into these buys and sells uh, here, Antonio. What do you, who's, you, your, who's your first buy? So, uh, yeah, we each got to buy. We each got to sell, keeping it a little light before free agents coming through. But it's somebody I'm, I'm gambling with, um, two people I'm gambling with. So first was DK Metcalf. We talked a lot about him, so I'm not going to go too much into it again. Uh, but I'm just kind of reiterate, I, I think he's going to be a fantastic player. Uh, I think he's going to be given a lot of opportunities, and I think he's going to have a quarterback that's going to want to throw him the ball. Not that Russell Wilson didn't, but you know he was catching about sixty to fifty-five percent, fifty-five to sixty percent of his balls. If you can get him a quarterback that can get it up to about five to eight more percent higher, um, Russell Wilson's accurate as hell. Yeah. But if you start throwing that ball maybe north of five hundred seventy-five to six hundred times, there's a good shot you're going to see DK with one hundred fifty plus targets, if not more, uh, and he's going to be elite as hell. Yeah. Um, you've already seen what he can do, and like I just said, twelve touchdowns on seventy-two catches. As a sixteen percent touchdown rate. Yeah, you pretty um, much you pretty much said the same thing for, for my buy. Uh, my buy is Amari Cooper. Um, target share. That's a big thing, guys. Landry's gone. OBJ's obviously been gone. Who's Baker throwing it to? Amari Cooper. I think he's going to a team where is it's not a sexy team. They don't have a sexy quarterback. This is your chance to buy low on him and and, and get a get a very very good wide receiver. I think he's better than OBJ. Off air, I think you and I both agreed, Antonio, that he's better than OBJ. He's a better out route runner. Um, he still has the speed where OBJ doesn't. And I feel like, you know, as long as Amari's getting the ball, I think Omari's going to, you know, he's not going to run his mouth like OBJ did and his father. Um, so it won't be as much pressure on Baker. Um, so, but let me jump to my cell here. Um, now, stick with me. Stick with me. I know everyone's going to think I'm crazy, but my sell is Jerry Judy. I know they just got Russell Wilson, which is awesome, for that whole offense. The problem is everything in Denver is is new. Head coach, offense coordinator, quarterback. The only thing that's the only thing that's that's the same is is the wide receiver core and um and uh the running back. But here's my thing. I, it's just a lot of Unknown. Is that offense going to be great? Sure. It, probably. Most likely. But but I just don't know who's going to be his 
Wilson's number one. We see we've seen it play out in Seattle with Lockett and, and Metcalf. One week it's Lockett, one week it's Metcalf. Uh, this week it's you know whoever. It, it just it, it you never seen a consistency with with Russell Wilson being able to spread the ball around. There's a lot of mouths to be to to feed in in Denver. This is your time because because people are going to be so high on Judy. This is your time to get it to sell them high. I just traded Judy and got Cooper Cup in return. So, um, so what are you accepting as a Jerry Judy owner? Then I, I'm, I need a, I need a better, I need to upgrade at wide receiver. You know, that, that, this is, that's why I pulled the trade on, um, when I traded Cordell, when I traded Judy Gibson and Chanel for Cordell Patterson, um, James Robinson and Cooper Cup. I, I upgraded and got wide receiver one. Um, run, run through that one more time. So you got, uh, Cordell Patterson, yep. James Robinson, Cooper Cup for Judy. Um, Robinson and Chanel. Here's the thing: five five minutes before Wilson was traded to Judy, am I able to pull that trade off and get Cooper Cup? Right? No, you're not. That's and, a good point. And the second Russell Wilson went there, Judy's value went up. Let me grab. Let me grab. Let me grab wide receiver one from last year. So. I mean, that's fair. Like, there's a chance, you know, Noah Fant's gone too, so he's another piece that's not taking away from Judy. Uh, and he's got one of the most air yards in the league. He's a fantastic route runner. Um, I disagree with it very humbly, though. Uh, I respect everything you did just say, uh, but I think there's a chance that Judy just takes a ridiculous leap. I'm sure he will. Um, I'm sure he of will. Of course, I'm, but I'm you sure, got cut. I'm sure he will, yeah. That's, you got cut. That's the thing. You're, you're getting up. You have to get a better player. You're not trading. You're not trading Judy for a couple firsts. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that does it because you might as well just keep on. You might as well keep Judy. He's a young player. What is his third year? Third third year in the league. Probably yeah. gonna be really. Probably gonna be really good. But if you're gonna trade Judy, you wanna you wanna upgrade at one of the position, running back or wide receiver, and get the better player. That's why I pulled the trigger and got caught. Like I said, five minutes before Wilson was a, was a Bronco, there's no shot. I'm 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 able to get Cooper Cup with Jerry yeah. Judy. Yeah, good stuff there. Good stuff there. Uh, this sell, so, your sell though, your sell is pretty interesting. I, I, I like it. I really do. Yeah, I, uh, I have not been a Aaron Jones lover the last few years, and I know he's been productive, but Aaron Jones is the time to do it. You don't want to be a year behind. You want to be a year ahead. And I think that Aaron Jones is probably going to fall off a little bit more than he already had, and it might be time for AJ Dillon to be sweeping in. He's going to be twenty-eight. He's coming off his worst season in three years. He played 15 out of 17 games, and he still only scored in five of those games. Yeah. Um, A.J. Dillon scored in only five games too, but it's the touches that are ridiculous. It was after week 10. So week 10 was the big turning point for them. Uh, A.J. Dillon had 111 carries, and Aaron Jones only had 55. Uh, he played only five out of those last seven, and, and A.J. Dillon played in all seven, but that's still his double the amount of carries that he had. And AJ Dillon was still getting receptions, and he was still getting twenty plus yard carries. Um, it was a. Well, I'm sorry, I'm looking. Jones had a. And he had five, in those five games. I'm sorry, the whole season. Jones had five games with fourteen or more. None of those came after week eight. Once it switched over to the AJ Dillon show, AJ Dillon uh, had he had none over thirty in the first nine weeks, and after that, he had nothing but thirty plus every game except for two. Um, so AJ Dillon was getting a lot of action, um, especially with the snap count. 
And I just think that AJ Dillon's going to come in and he's going to take over the game like they need him to, and he's a bigger guy. So he's obviously going to slow it down when they want that. That's uh, very apparent, like the, what was it, the Rodgers, the Green Bay game against the Cardinals, um, I think it was, when uh, they were without Devontae Adams and they won the game like 13 to 10 or something like that. Yeah, uh, They had to hand the ball off a lot, and A.J. Dillon was a big benefactor in that. Yeah. And he's, he's just a big dude. And I'm just really worried about Aaron Jones. Um, they're paying him the money. And I just – we saw him – we just saw such a big collapse this year. Uh, compared to what he was two years ago, um, he's right now he finished so he finishes the running back eleven, and it was fourteenth in points per games, and he finished ahead of Delvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams, Derrick Henry, and Nick Chubb. I see Aaron finishing behind all five of those guys next year. So and now you're talking about a low end too, especially if Matt Lafleur came out last week and said we have two number one running backs on our team. So I mean he's not wrong by saying that, but if you're gonna say if you're pretty much admitting that, you know, Green is another you know a, a good running back for you, you're you're not just not gonna use him. Yeah, and that's like I said, it was the last seven games, and then you saw in the playoff too. I mean, it's just that's where's the turning of the guard and Aaron Jones. You can still sell him right now for a first, like 100. Yeah. percent You can get a first for Aaron Jones, and I would probably honestly trade the first to flip the first. Um, maybe even get a third on top of it. He's only but, 27, which is crazy. Yeah, he'll be 28 by the time they're playing, and he's still young, but I just they have a better, more effective running back right now for what they're looking to do. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm moving Aaron Jones right now. Yeah, so I like it. I like it. That's like a couple buys and sells for you. I got, I'm got i buying DK Metcalf. Keenan's buying Amari Cooper, and uh, he sold Jerry Judy, and I'm selling Aaron Jones. So we're going to wrap our show up with the Mafia Market. That's going to get us into four trades we have here. Keenan, well, we this has been about going, yeah, this has been going a bit in your league. Yeah, um, all, actually, all these trades I think are in your league, aren't they? You're super flex. They're all nuts. They, one trade happens, they all they all want to get in the action. <laughs> but so yeah, we had we had a few good moves that we really wanted to discuss. Uh, Keenan, you did. You already talked about your trade. Cordell Patterson, Cooper Cup, James Robinson. And the for, reason I did that trade, yeah. I call it for Judy. For, for Jerry Gibson. Judy, Antonio Gibson, and LaVisca Chanel. The reason I did that trade, people, I had a backup plan at running back. I, I traded for Mixon, traded Dallas Goddard and Josh Jacobs. Yeah, right. Shortly after you making that move, you traded Jay, uh, Joe Mixon, or sorry, Dallas Goddard and Josh Jacobs for Joe Mixon. It's a uh, super flex one and a half tight end premium. So yeah. 1.5 receptions for tight ends. The way I uh, look Dallas at Scott it, Dallas Goddard gets a lot of catches. The way I look at it, I gave up Judy Gibson and, and Jacobs and Goddard. And I got Cup and Mixon. So that's yeah, they wound up, uh, they wound up working out in your yeah. favor. That's for sure. You got, I know you've been worried about Gibson a little bit. Um, you were just talking about your worries for Judy. Uh, Chenault, obviously, you want to go move him, and, and you got a good pieces out of that. That's unfortunate. And Chenault. I know. I love my uh, Chenault. Dude, I, he's, he still is my highest shared own player in all my leagues, him and Ridley. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, I was shocked by that Lamb trade. I thought that was very low. Yeah, so we had a trade. Uh, CeeDee Lamb got moved. This owner was really adamant about moving CeeDee Lamb. I'm not sure why. Uh, but they traded CD Lamb for Mark Andrews and the 106. Let's just say this owner moved Lamb, Diggs, and Cup in a week. 
Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, but Mark Andrews in the 106 for CD Lamb. So, like I said, it is a 1.5 premium. Uh, so Mark Andrews did have just north of 100 catches last year. So, you know, if he can repeat that feat, uh, it's going to be it'll be probably a close trade, close to being worth it. For me, it's still not. It's not. Worth I'll be it. honest. I did offer Travis Kelsey and the 108. So that owner did turn me down. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I if this was last year, if they still had Amari Cooper, sure. Okay. I can see it. Not, not, not without Amari Cooper there. Yeah. That's uh, – no. And even – well, and the same thing with, with Mark Andrews. I mean, he just had over 100 catches, but they have uh, – Hollywood Brown was in and out. They had a rookie wide receivers. Their whole damn team was injured. I mean, you speaking saw. About, I think it's an outlier. Speaking of how, how Hollywood Brown, was that story true that he's retiring? You gonna go game? <laughs> no, that's, oh, okay. um, I believe he's doing that in the off season or something. But no, that was weird. Um, I know. No. Oh man. Yeah, but Lamb is, in my opinion, worth more than that. Now I know, like I said, I offered Kelsey in the one hundred and eight, and people probably sitting there like, "Oh, Kelsey's 31, 32, and you know, crappy year for the first. I get that, but again, in a one point five premium league, Kelsey. And I've said it before, elites are elite. They're not going to be. They're not going down when when most people are going down. And Kelsey was still the best. He's still setting records now. He, he's going to be great for another two or three years. Um, make the move for players like that. See, like it's a two to three year window for all these things or for all these uh, uh, rosters in my mind and all my yeah. Times. I think age is overrated in fantasy football. Yeah, for the most part, yeah, I, I can heavily agree with that. Uh, our last trade. This is a this is our big trade. I was involved in this one. So I traded. Uh, they're all big Tua. trades. Yeah, they were all kind of big trades. You're right, but with with getting our super flex, finally getting some quarterbacks really involved. Tua, Jalen Hurts, Donovan Peoples Jones, and a third. So we'll get rid of Peoples Jones in the third. Uh, so Tua and Jalen Hurts for Lamar Jackson, Chuba Hubbard, and a 23 third. So it's so Tua. Tua Hurts for Lamar. Tua and Hurts for Lamar. And Donovan Peoples Jones a third. Hubbard and, a Hubbard and another third. So, I mean, it, I, the people that made this trade, me and me and Savvy, we are both Tua and Hertz fans. So you have two people making these trades before anybody's judging. Two people that are making these trades are both fans of these quarterbacks. So I did move them with that upgrade ability. I have Kyler Murray as well. So I had the I had Kyler, Tua, and Hertz. Yeah. I decided I'm gonna upgrade and jump to Lamar and I got like Matt Ryan or you know, Taysom Hill, whatever. But I feel really good about the move. But I also right. think that it was a pretty a good trade because there is more risk on the two and Hertz tri- side, but there's also a higher ceiling, in my opinion. See, I, I disagree with the ceiling. I you got the better player, hundred percent. I I I just disagree with the ceiling, the higher ceiling for them. Um, I I don't think they'll ever be better than Lamar. And I think Lamar is he had a bad year last year because of his injuries, and there's no shot he's going to have a bad year again. Um, yeah, but we're seeing Hurts do really good things. and yeah. whether... But here's my thing, Antonio. Every you have to be a good quarterback in the NFL. You just got to be a good fantasy quarterback. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's a good point. But here's my thing with Hurts. They haven't really committed to him. No, every right. every couple months, it's like both of these quarterbacks, a couple months, oh, you know, we, we had Tom Brady on the yacht. We, we tried to sign him. We – we're trying to trade for Deshaun Watson, and we're, it's always something be, be behind these two quarterbacks. What happens if if one? Of, I mean, it, it, it's a good trade. I thought 
I always side with the better with the team that got the better player, and you got Lamar, and that's 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 why I'm siding with you. Yeah, but I mean, you're very right. I mean, it could fall flat on on the other person's face, um, but it, when it's two people that are both fans of the players, that's where I think it kind of made sense. I just hate making fantasy trades before before free agency plays out. It it can ruin a lot of things. Um, I don't I don't disagree with you. Um, I don't disagree with you. It certainly can, but that's where, like you said, you're playing the gamble. Yeah. Um, but in this situation, you just said really was being offered uh, by Philly, so maybe that means they're going to be jumping at someone else. Maybe Allen Robinson could be someone to help out Hurts. That's a good point. Um, so. All right, that ends uh, that ends that trade. That ends the show. Episode fifty done. I still can't believe we made it fifty episodes. We just hit our two year anniversary uh, last week. Or I got to double check when that is, man. Um, but no, it's been quick and it's been amazing, it's, and we appreciate everybody that's been involved. This podcast uh, and continuing to listen. This podcast started something as you know something to do during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were one of those. And we were there's, and we learned in my defense, in my defense, I wanted to start one the summer beforehand. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, I mean, start moving, but we, we have learned, we have learned, we have learned the last year or so that it's tougher once, once everything's wide open, the whole country's open. You could go to concerts, you could go to March madness like we are. Um, so we are definitely going to try to commit, um, hundred percent and, uh, and try to try to bring you guys some, some awesome fantasy contact content. And we appreciate you guys sticking with us through this, through for 50 episodes. I mean, God, Antonio, how many times have we would have seen each other if we didn't do a podcast? Yeah. This, once a year. A very good point. If, once a yeah. year. Now you get time to see my when we're doing our drafts. Yeah. Now, now you get to see my beautiful <laughs> face every Sunday or whenever we decided pod. Yeah. I'm, I'm jealous all the time, man. Yeah. <laughs> but no, truthfully, it is amazing. I hope that uh, we get another 50 yeah. more, get that nice hundred. And uh, um, we're excited to be back for 51. So next week we got some off season tips. We're probably going to do a little bit of some mock drafting. Those uh, startups are coming and then uh, we're going to be diving deep into the rookies we have some consistency ratings as well um a lot of information is coming we are just eight short weeks away from the draft seven short weeks away six short weeks away from the draft that so seems, we got to actually start moving man the comma seems, just happened it seems so far but it's so close i know it's really moving so with that being said everybody um thanks again have a great night mafia out go duke